It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hook, airing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at offthehooksports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Here we go with you for the next hour or so, and it is Amanda LaFrada and Ethan Stone. I'm Dave Hooker. We are off and running and excited about that. We've got a big show on tap. Cooper Mays will join us. John Adams as well. Cooper Mays, Tennessee offensive lineman. John Adams, Knoxville News Sentinel, noted columnist and all-around kind of grumpier old man. So we'll visit with uh, him. I remind you, please subscribe and like on YouTube. We appreciate that. It makes us more searchable so you can find more Tennessee content. And you get sneak peeks if you go ahead and subscribe at YouTube. And we'll have a lot of those over the weekend because we're kind of pre-recording several of the interviews that uh, we usually do on a weekly basis because SEC Media Days is next week. Amanda LaFrada, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning. I'm I'm good. I'm just tired. How are you? Yeah, uh, Amanda uh, has been uh, has been working double duty uh, a little bit, so uh, she's battling it out. We appreciate that, uh, Ethan. How are you, sir? Your move has uh, has happened, and we believe that all Wi-Fi connections are sublime. Is that correct? Man, I hope so. <laughs> that pause, hope that pause so right there, scared me to death. He paused for like half a minute. So, no, but <laughs> all, all good to go here. So uh, a lot going on as SEC Media Days is next week. I do want to lead with, you know, and I'm I'm hesitant to do this, guys, because we had that stupid list that came out that didn't have an SEC school in, uh, well, didn't have them in the top 10. I think Kentucky was one of the highest rated at 14, had three schools in the top college campuses. So I think these lists are, to make people like us talk about them. Um, and I don't think they're based in fact. 
to a large degree, but there was a list that came out yesterday that Amanda uh, retweeted that did not have Hendon Hooker in the top 10 quarterbacks in the nation. So let me just start with you. I didn't retweet it, did I? Yeah, you retweeted it. it. Oh. But nevertheless, uh, you quote tweeted it with uh, a, what the heck? And um, That's true. I was... I was surprised too. I mean, to not be in the top 10. And again, I don't want to lay a lot of credence to these websites that can just put together a fancy the placard or as uh, Amanda likes to call it a, yeah, Amanda likes to call it a video overlay. But uh, I call it a placard. That is not what I call it. <laughs> but, but it can, I mean, that, that was like the ultimate clickbait. And it did get a response virally from some Tennessee fans. Uh, Amanda, how did it strike you? Stupid. I mean, it was it was absolutely stupid. When you have every every other website, like legitimate sports writing website, putting Hendon Hooker at two or three in the SEC, and you have you have Spencer Rattler at like six or seven in the SEC. And then you come to this list and has Spencer Rattler at third in the country? Really? Third in the country. The guy that got benched <laughs> last year is third in the country. Think how much better that guy must be. Um, that mean, guy's all, no they've already given up. They've already no given Caleb, Caleb Williams the Heisman. Um, Ethan... I like Spencer Rattler, but to project that he's going to be anywhere close to the top of the SEC, much less the nation, is pretty stupid. I think a change of scenery is going to be good for him, but not number three in the country. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's just no way. Something I found very interesting about that, and I'm I'm just putting it now because I want us to get to it because it's incredible. Apparently, Keaton Slovis still plays for USC because in the graphic that's what they said and he, he was at number nine that he still plays for USC and not Pitt who is Tennessee's week two opponent I, I just had to throw that out there these guys very oh. obvious. <laughs> I didn't even look at that I saw the Hendon Hooker not either that or they just messed something up they didn't have KJ Jefferson or, or Hendon Hooker in there but they do have I believe I mean Rattler at number three and then honestly I'm not even sure Keaton Slovis should be on that list nevertheless Keaton Slovis saying that he plays at USC still. So, I don't know. It, it, well, it was full of problems. All right. You're, I want to get your thoughts. So, if you're on Facebook or you're on the Twitter, go ahead and uh, share your comments, and we can uh, get your comments via YouTube as well. So, we would love to hear from you. And, yeah, I, 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 want, I want to get some of those comments because I do want to throw something out there that is probably going to be a little bit controversial for some uh, Tennessee fans, and and that is there. There's a really good chance, guys, that Hendon Hooker is a bit overrated. So I, I um, you know, if if he's if he doesn't show a little bit better accuracy, and I'm talking to guys that are open. I know you can go completion percentage and all that, but Josh Hopple is very good at getting people open. There is an opportunity. This list is stupid, but there is at least an argument to be made that Hendon Hooker is slightly overrated because of this offense is so quarterback friendly. That's a fair argument to be made, right? Am I wrong? I, I don't really know. Fair. 
I, I was going to say, I think it's fair, but I think at the same point, like, yes, it is a quarterback friendly offense, but you still have to like perform in that offense, you yeah. know, and, and Hooker was good at Virginia Tech. I feel like people forget that he wasn't great. He was not Tennessee Hendon Hooker, uh, what he did last season. But he was a good quarterback at Virginia Tech. So I don't think the jump from him being a good quarterback to a great in a change of scenery is too crazy. It, it really is going to depend on the jump this season. If he, if he plays exactly like he did last season, I think I would agree. I think maybe a tad overrated. But I think he's going to jump. I, I don't. I don't have any question about that. I think he's going to make strides in this offense, and he's going to be a number two, number three quarterback in the SEC this season. Likely number two, honestly, because like you've said, it's kind of a down season, and, and Bryce Young is the obvious number one here. Amanda, there are, thoughts? There are very few quarterbacks, like very few, very minimal amount of quarterbacks that don't have a good system around them that shine. Like if true. you're going to if you're going to shine, you're going to have a good system around you in order to to make you do that. You could be the most talented quarterback out there. And if you don't have that system, it's no one's going to ever know that, you know, you're never going to look good. So I don't think that that's something that should be held against him and hooker at all. Um, Spencer Rattler, I'm not saying he's not talented. He's talented. That, that's fine. Is he number three in the country? Has he been proven? No. He hasn't. I don't. I don't understand that ranking, whatsoever. Again, he's talented. I'm sure he'll do well, but there's no evidence to substantiate that claim at number three. Uh, no, I don't see number three. I mean, you're projecting way, way, way ahead, and you know, I, I like Hooker's background at tech as well for maybe a different reason than Ethan or a couple of different coaches I talked to. He was kind of given the raw deal. I, I don't know if, if you guys dug into what, what happened there, but you know, he was very uh, sick at one point. Uh, Ethan, you could probably go into more details of that. Uh, I want to go into the, the PR aspect of it. And that was the Justin Fuentes, the head coach of the Hokies at the time, basically threw Hendon Hooker under the bus and said that he didn't like practicing and playing in the cold. When in reality, Ethan, you know, he had an illness that he was dealing with. And um, so you're right. I mean, the Virginia, it's not like he went to Virginia Tech and completely failed and showed up at Tennessee and um, was instantly good. I mean, he, he was solid at Virginia Tech. I mean, it, he has, as far as track records, Ethan, there's no comparison between Spencer Rattler and Hendon Hooker. Oh, no, not at all. And I mean, I had heard very slightly of the illness and I'd heard a pretty decent deal about his inability to play in the cold. I remember that was a pretty major talking point when he came to Tennessee is that he was not good playing in the cold. And he, in my opinion, played just fine towards the end of the year. So I'm, I'm not really sure where that would have come from. Obviously, a, a fallacy from Fuentes, but I feel like his ability as a dual threat quarterback, especially is what makes him really elite in Heupel's offense specifically, because he rushed for, I believe 700, 800 yards last season, which was, I think the leading rusher, if not just behind Jabari small, which is incredible. And I, he didn't even play the full 13 games. He missed against Bowling Green. He missed the first half against it, obviously. So I feel like 13 games of him completely, comfortable in his stride in Josh Heupel's system, second year, 
I mean, for him not to make a huge jump would be very surprising. Get on board now. If uh, you want to comment via social media, feel free to do so. Do you think Hendon Hooker is uh, at all overrated or underrated for that matter? I think we would all agree. I don't know. Well, you like Jefferson quite a bit. Let's see if we all agree. I think he's number two, a solid number two in the SEC. Let's make that the poll question. I think that's a great poll question. Yeah, because Elon Musk, we had a great poll question yesterday, and Elon Musk broke to Twitter. How did our poll question end up yesterday? Uh, well, you looked that up. I reminded you yeah. that our headlines to start at the show brought to you by Viles Automotive there on Callahan. Uh, Viles Automotive is where you need to go because they have selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, and they've got financing right there on the spot and uh, car service and repair work that will keep you going. They're awesome. Files Automotive Group in Callahan. So yesterday, we I was kind of proud of Amanda. I'm always uh, proud of you guys and uh, proud of Amanda. She came up with something incredibly snarky. And I love snarky poll questions. Snarky is like my second favorite word right behind Dave. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Sure so. Is. So snark, I love snarky. I love snarky poll questions. But Elon Musk broke the Twitter yesterday, so we we all voted for it, and I know other people did too. And it showed up as no votes for no like three voted. hours. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I clicked on a button. So Elon well. Musk fixed the Twitter. You can shoot yourself off into space as many times as you want to. You it's can build. Awkward. Yes. You can build electric spaceships if you want to, which he has said is technologically impossible because I'm a big Elon. He hasn't, he hasn't taken over Twitter yet, and we don't know if he will or not. Right, right, because he's concerned he didn't about break the it. Well, yeah. somebody broke it yesterday. Somebody That's fine. Gets, it wasn't him. Well, somebody gets slapped. So our poll question was all messed up. Do we ever even get votes because of the broken Twitter? And I'm not blaming Twitter. I'm the first to say when we have technical issues at OTH, we admit it. Ethan, and we had a test of that. A decent amount yesterday. <laughs> oh, we so. did? We did end up having quite a few votes? Oh, no, no. We had a decent amount of technical issues yesterday. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. I mean, we will admit that. But this Twitter issue was not our issue. Okay, no, so no it, it was not. And we did get less votes than we normally do. Um, so I, I think you can chalk that up to that almost automatically. Well, uh, I know it still says, said zero. I know it still said zero three hours after we posted it. Yeah, it says more than zero now. <laughs> okay. So what do we It was if you could ask Hendon Hooker one question, he had to answer what would you ask? And what one was how much money have you made with 44% of the votes? Least player. Least favorite player and other tied, and then just Zach Wilson question mark got like five percent. Has he been Zach Wilson? I don't think a lot of people got that, but the ones that did would like to know. There was no way to put it into the thing. That was the only way to do it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good at that. But yes, so um, has has he been cougarized? I think is uh, what Amanda Amanda was telling me after the air. That's more common than you would think. I don't know, Ethan. You're a young guy. Is that a common thing? No idea. I couldn't tell. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't play on a on like he doesn't play football either. So yeah. I mean, Ethan can't really tell you. I played Ethan the is, well, Ethan is a superstar on the rise. If that's what you're talking about, if you're talking about the popularity of Hendon Hooker, that will soon be eclipsed by a young mm. broadcaster slash journalist, Ethan Stone. That's a matter of time. I'm sure it will be. Okay, yeah. he's got a good name. Well, it's not as good as Stone Phillips. Remember Stone Phillips? 
back from no. night the nightline days. No. Um, yeah, Stone Phillips no. is a slightly but Ethan Stone is as good of a naturally born air name as you can have. That that's, that's right up there. Yeah, that's right up there with like uh, I don't know. Buck Slammer or something. I don't know. It just doesn't even sound Buck real. Slammer. I yeah. don't even, I don't think that's for a hunter, a hunter would like I don't know. I'm just trying to figure what's the best on air name ever? The best natural on air name because Ethan Stone has rank up there. I do think it is it is arguable that I'm gonna go back to this that Hendon Hooker is is overrated. I, I don't think his accuracy is great. Again, I've got him number two in the SEC, so I say that with that caveat. But I do think, yes, I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he hits people in stride a lot. When I watch um, uh, Bryce Young throw, who we're comparing him to, I see a very catchable ball out in front of you, not on your back hip. Um, it's also man, a Heisman think, winner, right? Um, so I'm comparing him to the elite of the elite. Um, yeah, exactly. So. But I mean, a solid second. I've got zero problem with that at all. We're we doing so, this as the poll, one hundred percent, because I just typed it out. Okay, what is it again? Is Hendon Hooker over or underrated? Yes or no? I think. But you can't say uh, yes or no. You have to say overrated or underrated. Oh yeah, because... I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's why it's okay. what I'm yeah. talking about. Okay, so okay. do we want to say something to this effect? And this is up to you guys. Uh, OTH has Hendon Hooker ranked number two in the SEC. Is that too high or too low? Overrated, underrated. Yeah. How about that? Do you like that? OTH. Yeah, I'll, I'll say OTH. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a, a little bit of branding. The guy who has the branding is uh, the Mattress Place right there on – uh, Alcoa Highway he is very easy to find. I'm sorry, Chapman Highway, excuse me. I always get those two roads confused. I've lived in Knoxville my whole life. Uh, Marine Corps veteran owned. That's the mattress place on Chapman Highway. He's been there for 22 years. Talking about Steve Crossard. And uh, Steve is just a fantastic guy who's all about being fair and all about making sure you get a quality product at a great price. No gimmicks, just 30 to 70% each and every day at the mattress place so he brings you the poll question today is and that is uh hendon hooker number two quarterback in the sec is that overrated or underrated so when you fire that out there uh let me know and uh, i will do the i will do the retweeting so yeah so shouldn't we have a third option though like overrated underrated perfectly fine what i'm doing is is OTH ascendant hooker at the number two quarterback? Is it too high or too low? And then I put way too high, slightly too high, slightly too low, or way too low. Or perfect. We only get four options. Instead right? of way too low, because number two can't really be way too low, can it? Yeah. So we'll, we'll get a perfect in there. I like that. Or accurate or whatever. I feel like it, it's an accurate statement. And, you know, if I voted, I would be like, well, He's not underrated. Yeah. He's not overrated. I have no you know, other option. You know, one of the things that I feel like we need on a day-to-day basis are more Nick Saban stripper stories. And fortunately... Nick Saban we, stripper stories? Yes. Yes. We, we have that. We have a Nick Saban stripper story. Should I tease that? Or do you want to go ahead and get to it? 
let's just go ahead and get to it. For those listening, I know that uh, this would be a good time to retweet and share because we're going to talk about the Nick Saban stripper story. So uh, Nick Saban wanted nothing to do with a certain entertainer at the 2005 Miami Dolphins rookie show. So in case, for those of y'all that don't know, like at these camps, I'll have yeah, your Amanda was a little was afraid. Worried. Saban. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terry, you got to trust yeah. the process. I got to be with this uh, stripper. Um, Miss Terry runs the Terry. show there. Yeah. Miss Terry. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nick Saban wanted nothing to do with a certain entertainer at the 2005 Miami Dolphins rookie show, according to a former Dolphin player. Channing Crowder, a former standout of Florida linebacker, played for the Dolphins from 2005 to 2010. When Crowder was an NFL rookie, Saban was his head coach. And so what they did is they, uh, Crowder is the co-host of the Pivot podcast, Ryan Clark and uh, Fred Taylor. So... They um, talked about the the rookie show, which they'll have players get up and sing their fight song or do that sort of thing. But he, uh, Channing Crowder, decided to bring in strippers to the Dolphins facility, which is frowned upon generally in most business workplaces. I don't know what uh, I mean, I don't know about your all's business workplaces. We all do different things. But if you brought in a group of strippers, it's probably a fireable offense. Anybody disagree with that? Um, oh, how do you feel about it? That's, I mean, you would have to tell yeah. us. Well, no, if you just, no, oh, me. Oh, I don't think that bringing in strippers is, is a good idea. I think it's probably grounds for sexual harassment. But other than that, it's great. So uh, he, uh, Nick Saban, actually grabbed said dancer, dancer's hips and uh, kind of moved her out of the way and then ran up the stairs and ran away. That is exactly what I thought Nick Saban's response would have been. Because I was talking to John Adams about this yesterday, and Nick Saban at SEC Media Days about 15 years ago, his dog got loose and ran through SEC Media Days, and it was actually Miss Terry's dog. It was a boxer. Yes. And they had to run it down, and it was running around Radio Row, and it was insane. But we joked that that had to be Miss Terry's dog and Nick Saban's because Nick Saban would be like, uh, not only do all dogs not go to heaven, but all dogs are in my way. I'm trying to come up with a better defense right now. So I, I just uh, I don't get the feeling that Nick Saban has time for dogs, strippers, Anything else that doesn't involve an oblong brown object. Or Miss Terry. He doesn't that's have time it. for Miss Terry? Oh, no, he, he does doesn't have, have okay. Yeah, he doesn't have time for anything that's not football or Miss Terry. <clears throat> that's it. Or his grandkids. Does anything... Okay, so the whole Nick Saban going to the NFL because he's a control freak was a bad idea from the get. Can we all agree with that? I mean, that was not going to work out. The Dolphins didn't help him. They should have gotten Drew Brees. But he wanted Drew not, Brees to be right. there. He wanted Drew yeah. Brees and they they said no. Well, he felt he felt their physical, but apparently he was okay because he went on to a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame career with the Saints. But I, I look at Nick Saban and uh I just can't imagine there being a moment that screamed to him in his head, I do not want to be a part of the NFL anymore 
than Channing Crowder bringing in a group of strippers to the locker room. I mean, is that yeah. the ultimate of I do not have control of this situation? Because well, I think there was do? a lot. Well, I think there's a lot of stuff that went into that. I think it was also, um, you know, the Drew Brees thing made him not want to be in the NFL. But also with Saban at Alabama, there's a certain amount of discipline. And I think that's why he's going to dislike the NIL so much is because there's a certain amount. Right. Exactly. It's going to, all the coaches are like, we like it. In reality, they hate it. But Nick Saban's going to be one of those that's really going to hate it because it's going to mess up the game and the coachability of the players. Um, With Nick Saban's defense and with his coaching style, you have to have be able to discipline these players. You have to. And when it comes to the NFL, I mean, we see all the NFL stuff comes out, like the Tyreek Hill thing with, you know, his his baby mama or whatever that he beat. The and that's in court and you can go and see that. But everything else that comes out about players in the NFL, like Nick Saban's not gonna stand for. You have to have a certain amount of of you know, discipline in your mind to be able to handle that as far as situations that you don't get yourself into. The problem is it's now coming into college where you can't tell these players anything. They're making $8 million. You know, if you're the coach and you're Nick Saban, you can't discipline that. Nobody can discipline that in the NFL either. So it's, it's an issue. No, and and news just breaking as this story kind of goes viral that Hugh Freeze is leaving Liberty to coach in the NFL at any level just so he can be around strippers. No, that news didn't oh. break. Yeah, I was going to say You can't yeah. say that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you freeze? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But... You can't no. say that. Well, yeah, he was the, he was the guy with Ole the – uh, Yeah, he, he yeah. liked to call the, the ladies of the night. Yeah. When he was on recruiting trips, yeah. But you can't say that. Are you? Did you see that Doug Gottlieb's getting sued? Well, I was going to get to that, and well, okay. the difference is Hugh Freeze is a public figure, so this agent Doug Gottlieb is getting fired. The Freddie Freeman thing cries like uh, a baby. He's not getting fired. What? You said Doug Gottlieb's him. getting fired. No, I'm sorry. He's getting uh, he's getting sued for lying. There you go. Did I say fired? Sorry. Yeah. Doug Gottlieb is not getting fired. But um, Casey Close is an agent for Freddie Freeman. And Freddie Freeman was uh, balling it up when he was in Atlanta as a Dodger. And there have been various rumors that his agent wanted him in L.A. for whatever reason. He's a lifelong Braves guy. And uh, Ethan, he ended up as a Dodger. And Doug Gottlieb, this is this is a, a quick uh, communications law class. Um Casey Close is not a public figure. So, like, uh, you could use satire or you could be critical of a public figure to a different extent. Um, now you guys are public figures, so people can rip Ethan Stone and say he's no good bleepity bleep, and he's put himself out there, so that's uh, the way things go. So, but Casey Close is not a public figure. So to tie him into this and say that Freddie Freeman was not made aware of the Braves' best offer Yes, that is that is a basis for libel. I mean, there is no question about that. And um, if I'm Doug Gottlieb, you know, I'm I'm concerned because 
I doubt I take seriously. The How so? Go for it. I take the opposite because Doug Gottlieb is a journalist. He's been a journalist for a long time. Um, there, you're Loosely probably phrased. not. Okay. I like Doug Fair. Gottlieb, but okay. you're not going to find many stories that he puts out that are, that are rumors. I don't feel like, I feel like he puts out factual statements. So if this guy, whatever his name is, and I don't see how you're not a public figure when you're an agent for big time, like big time uh, names. I don't, I don't get how you're not a public figure at that point. But that's neither here nor there. That's what he's going to argue. Sorry, go ahead. And okay, and that's fine. But you're representing, you know, I don't know, just big time names in sports. You're going to be a public figure. People are going to know who you are. It's just like people that represent, you know, like Drake and and people like that. In, I mean, they'll they'll even put their managers in their songs. So I don't understand how you're not a public figure at that point. However, when it comes to law. Doug Gottlieb is not going to tweet something out that he doesn't know or have evidence of. So when it comes to being a lawsuit, there's going to be a discovery presented. I don't think if you put something out there that's factual, then it should be termed slander. Well, here's the question that I don't have, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but ultimately you would have to determine if close is a public figure or not. And you bring up a very good point. He could be, he might not be. There is a debate there. Then the second part is, at what point does the onus fall on the other party? So, I mean, at what point does Doug Gottlieb have to say, he's not going to burn a source. I mean, I, I've been asked to do that. And I've never done that. But he, he he's not going to burn a source. So does he have to have proof? Because I can guarantee you that Close is smart enough. And Casey Close, remember this, it's been a long-time agent in the major leagues. So this is not just a fly-by-night NIL guy. No offense. Right. Guys. But, I mean, he's been around a long time. So he's going to be smart enough that if he was trying to hide a Braves offer, he's not going to have it in email form or anything like that. So where does the onus of proof now fall is my question. Is it on Doug Gottlieb to say that I got this news from here? Or is it on Casey Close to say, no, this never happened? I, I, I don't know. It just, to it's me. It's on Close, I believe. I, does California I think, have a shield law? Like where he has to give up his sources? Because I don't know. That that would be where it where the uh, the line is drawn, I, I would say. If they have a shield law, then he does not, by, by law, have to give up his sources, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but this this would be a civil case. So, I mean, he could not give it up, but at the same time, you could get in front of the wrong jury and be out several hundred thousand, if not a million yeah. bucks. But, you know, I, um, I tend to side with Amanda. I, I think that Casey Close is enough of a public figure where he's open to more scrutiny, just like the three of us. Okay. So that's, that's the way things work. And like, I can't randomly say my neighbor and name them on this uh, show is a big piece of trash because that's the, that's the difference in the rules. They're not a public figure. And I really like Gary. So, um, <laughs> so ultimately that is, I mean, I don't know where it goes. I, I can tell you this, that when it's all said and done, Doug Gottlieb gets a little bit of extra exposure from this lawsuit. Doug Gottlieb, though, probably would rather not deal with it. 
because I don't know if Fox News is going to line up and back him. This is not something he said on the air. This is a tweet. So are they going to back him with their lawyers? I don't know. It really, you know what? It's sad, but it depends on his standing in the company. If they love him, they'll back him. If they think he's just okay, they'll probably let him twist in the wind. You'll never twist in the wind at Big Orange Phillies where they've got food ready. Big Orange Phillies has something from the fridge where you can order hot food from the counter. They know it's tough to get out of the office for a long lunch. They also have fresh ingredients. Fresh is awesome and casual doesn't mean stale. And you should stay a while where they've got darts, billiards, live entertainment, and karaoke. So they are awesome there at Big Orange Phillies right there downtown halls. It is very easy to find and if you're in Maynardville or North Knoxville you can get there easy. So we'll tell you more about Big Orange Phillies here momentarily because they're going to bring you comments from John Adams. Also, what former Vol, current Vol, excuse me, what current Vol recently shared time with a gorilla? More after this off the sports. Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli South subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. This is Al's Dish Barbecue Supply, so come on in see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, where Chattanooga goes to grill. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasty's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasty Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Ethan Stone, where do we sit on the poll question? If you can kind of reset that for us and tell us where we are, because I want to get to some comments. We talk about X's and O's. We talk about players and recruiting and all that, but there's more to being a student athlete than just an athlete. So I want to get to some comments that uh, I want to share from uh, Cooper Mays' visit with us yesterday, brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, But first, reset the poll for me if, if you can. Where are we there? Yeah, we've already gotten more votes than we did on yesterday's poll, thanks, Elon. But it is- Yeah, Elon. Hashtag it Elon It is not stinks. Elon. 
Hashtag Elon stinks. But it was uh, OTH has sent in Hooker as the number two quarterback in the SEC. Was that too high or too low? Nobody said way too high. Um, a couple people, 21% said slightly too high. Too low should be number one was 15%. And perfect was 63%. Of them. Right, yep. gotcha. Which is two. All right. So I think that's about right. I think we nailed it. Uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on that. I find it interesting that some people say too high. I do get this undercurrent of people that say Tennessee throws too many verticals and that frustrates them. But that's what the offense is predicated on. And if it's predicated on being in better condition than you, it's predicated on high tempo. That's what it is. Now, do I think they have to evolve into a formative offense? Yes. But uh, it's, it's that will happen, I believe, this year. Uh, and if it doesn't, Tennessee's going to continue to struggle defensively no matter who they have. But so we talk about student athletes all the time, and we just kind of throw that term around loosely. And especially with NIL, I think we've all become a little bit jaded as far as student athletes. Now they're making cash. So are they really students at all? But here's Cooper Mays, who joins us each and every week. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, you need to do that because you'll get sneak peeks of interviews with Uh, Cooper, um, Josh Ward, uh, also John Adams. So like and subscribe. But here's Cooper Mays, who was in Rwanda last week on a mission trip. And he talked about just how really impactful the trip was. Cooper Mays, uh, Tennessee offensive lineman. Rwanda. I would imagine that puts things in perspective. We complain a lot of as Americans, I think it's our new national pastime, but we complain a lot. I bet Rwanda put some things in perspective pretty quick. Yeah, no doubt. I was, uh, so coach Eck, coach, uh, Eckler, he was asking me kind of like, what was my biggest takeaway in the weight room today? Like what, what was my biggest takeaway from the whole trip? And I, I kind of told him that it was the way that they like the whole group, like as a whole people, they all live with like such like passion, like spirit. Like I think in America, huh? As a whole, as a whole like group of like people, we live like kind of with our flesh. Like we put our flesh first. So like it's more like we're looking towards pleasures and like materialistic things that will bring us happiness. And just kind of seeing like two kids just just playing around with like a, a wheel from like a bike and like they were just rolling it down the street over and over and they looked like they were about to just, you know, explode with happiness. So they kind of, I just, everything that they did, they did with like a smile on their face. So like just seeing the people that have like a spirit about them rather than just living with their flesh, it was, it was pretty cool. That's what, that was my biggest takeaway. It's pretty deep stuff for a 22 year old kid. I shouldn't say kid, young man. That's pretty deep stuff. Yeah. It does. It really puts stuff into perspective, I think, more, uh, especially what he said about them just kind of enjoying life. And, and I feel like there's just so much for people in America to chase after. I feel like that just stresses them out. And once that stresses them out, there's just no way to have fun because you're focusing on everything you have to do, you know, day after day after day. And it's hard to just focus on kind of what life is all about. Kind of like what he said for, for just a little bit at the very least. He said it was about 60 to 40% that they did work for the individual or they did work for Rwanda, but at the other 40%, they got to see 
kind of the surroundings and he went on a gorilla trek. So I have never been on a gorilla trek and I will never go on a gorilla trek because big gorillas scare me and they are way faster. Have you ever seen those things run? I mean, they are, if they, if they want on you, you're not getting away. Okay. So I uh, have no desire to go on a gorilla trek, especially being within two feet of a gorilla, which he was with no cage, no fence. Tennessee football fans are cringing. I mean, he could have gotten torn limb from limb. And I, I have this theory that maybe, Amanda, Rwanda doesn't have the best rules and regulations for gorilla trekking in the world. You'd be surprised, actually. <clears throat> I went more gorillas there than there are here. Yeah. Did you get up close with gorillas? Not gorillas, but lions. I got, I mean, I have video, I'll show you. I have a lion that walked within literally a foot of me. But they, the thing is, they've been, you don't realize that the people who run this stuff have been doing this their whole lives. Like our tracker that we had on safari, he would track the animals down. He had been doing that for over like 25 years. Like that's what he, that's what he does. Like a so these Sherpa. Are, yeah. These are like experts in the field of what they're doing. So you're going to trust an expert in, in the field. You know, you're going to yeah, trust like a, a football analyst who's been doing it for 25 plus years over somebody who just jumps in the game. Like that's that's how it is over there. You trust someone I'm not, from Florida to swim better than someone from Kansas. It's true, but I'm not going out there anyway. But Cooper did. Here's it's amazing. Cooper. Yeah. amazing. yeah, I'm fine as long as it's behind a cage or I'm in some sort of truck or, and I've got my foot on the gas. I would be much more comfortable taking my Audi out there where I could get away quickly, like a Jaguar. You can't. Something. You can't over that terrain so scared here's cooper mays talking about uh being a gorilla whisperer a big part like my favorite part of it we went and saw gorillas like up close they call it gorilla trekking so we got along with like groups of like um guides and like former poachers that like kind of helped us get towards where the gorillas were at so i saw like a silverback gorilla like probably like two or three feet away from me just sit down right in front of me was, nothing was in in between you and the gorilla no i don't no. like anything about this cooper well, I don't, so, I, you're, you're a strong guy but you're not gonna take oh, no. on a gorilla i don't like yeah. i mean you got to think about the season here cooper i'm not sure i'm fond of this no well so they're <laughs> actually really they're actually really peaceful animals so they told us like they explained to us in the before we went that gorillas will not attack you unless they give you a warning first. So they'll make like, they'll make one noise for like, to let you know if like there's like danger or like, or if they're about to do something like bad, but they also have another call for they're like peaceful, like everything's okay. So like our, our like guides knew how to communicate with them. So anytime we would get close, our guide would like do the little peaceful call and they would like repeat it back to them. So it was, they, so it, it wasn't as like scary as most people probably would think it is. All right, Amanda, do your best gorilla peaceful call. 
Yeah, but, uh, no. peaceful call. Yeah, just. No, I don't even know what. How did would it even the... sound? Did you hear the thing about Mike Tyson wanting to fight a gorilla like a while ago? No, that would be a bad idea. But if there's anybody, yeah. I mean, if there's anybody on the planet that could beat a gorilla, I'm not saying he could, but if there's anybody that could, he would get the closest. I still think he would lose by a lot. I think it would rip his arms out of his arm pockets and beat him (laughs) with his own arms. I mean, they they bench press like supposedly. Like they've estimated it based off muscle mass, like twenty eight hundred pounds. <laughs> it's, like yeah, a, it's, like, it's like a whole nother level of. You like talk to a zookeeper, and he was like, "I want to fight the gorilla. I'll pay you to do it." And he was like, "No, you're going to be killed." That really happened. <laughs> yes, oh actually, I promise. Look it up. I promise. I think it was Mike yeah. Tyson. I'm, I'm almost positive it was Mike Tyson. That seems about right, doesn't he have? Or maybe this is just in the movies, but I'm pretty sure he has a pet tiger or something. Correct. Yes, yes, that yeah, was in, that wasn't was that hangover. was in the Hangover, but doesn't he really thing. have a pet? Yeah, that's what I thought. Cooper Mays, I think the gorilla was probably <laughs> probably like okay, it's one of mine, you know. Like Cooper Mays is is just a big human being, like he is. So he was like, we seem like the same size. I'm just gonna have a seat next to you. How are you doing? You know what I mean? Like Mike he's a giant. A zookeeper, dude. ten thousand to let him fight a silverback gorilla. It took place have you heard the Tyson? Have you heard the Tyson story about the Hangover movie? That basically his handlers. So Tyson's like not. I mean, he's really not right, and I don't mean to say that in a mean way. No. But he's really he got hit right. in the head somewhere, and it, it affected yeah. him. Well, and I think doctors probably aren't right. <laughs> right, and yeah. I think he had social issues anyway. But at the Hangover, basically, they said, "Hey, we want him to be a part of this movie," and the his handler said, "I don't know if that's a great idea. You never know what you're going to get with Mike." And so they his said, "His handler? Well, Did you just say his handler?" Well, yeah, his handlers, yeah, like his PR team. Yeah, okay. so, so like his PR team is, you know, the, the people that you'll have to deal with next week at SEC Media Days. Um, so the, is his people said, I don't know if that's a good idea. So they said, let's just give it a shot. And he said, okay, we'll see what kind of mood Mike's in. So it turns into this iconic movie. Remember he punches the guy during the song. And uh, he... He does all this and he has the tiger scene in his home and it was all under the premise that he could flip out at any moment and shooting is over. You are not dealing with a normal individual. Obviously not. But you you would think he could hold it. I mean, he's like $20 million in debt. You'd think he could hold it together to get paid for a movie. He bit somebody's ear off. Three times. I think it was three times. You won't be biting ears off with craft treats and neither will your pets because craft treats will calm your pet down when it comes to anxiety. I don't know why you're laughing, Amanda. We got to see Ava a second ago. I got to write a story about your dog as well. I'll tell you about that. But that's uh, all about craft treats. Go to crafttreats.com and you can get uh, some treats that are absolutely going to help your pet be it in storm, situational anxiety, travel anxiety, whatever the case may be, Dave anxiety. Ava had a little case of Dave anxiety when I stopped by to visit her uh, husband the other day as we were working through some technical issues. And uh, she had uh, Dave anxiety. 
Have you ever had Dave anxiety, Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ethan, have you ever had Dave anxiety? Not really. I don't. I get anxious about <laughs> other things. <laughs> Good. Good. He hasn't known you as long as I have. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. All right. So uh, in two minutes, my favorite story from SEC Media Days, like and subscribe to production of Off Thug Sports. It's Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vassie Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vassie, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassies, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been. But it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas, fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Dare to compare. So a gorilla call is most commonly uttered. It's actually a vocalization based off belches. So Amanda is going to try a, a, a kind Amanda uh, slash gorilla call. So it's most commonly uttered as a long disyllabic throat clearing type of sound like um, um with the second note dropping down from the first. So if you were to call a gorilla, Amanda, and Mitchell says, yeah, Amanda, most peaceful gorilla call, make it. So he wants you on social media to make the gorilla call, which I think you should go ahead and try to do if you can, please. Are you not going to do the gorilla? Just to, I'm not I'll try. I think we all should have to try it. I think we sh should all have to try it. I'm not doing it. I just, I just did it. <laughs> oh, you did shh. It's, oh. it's a hush. Hush. Not doing I it. think it's more like a hook. That's like a, a spit. spit. Yeah. <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> I think you're supposed to grunt. Didn't you just say you have to grunt? 
Well, let them be the gorillas and I'll be the Ethan Stone. Yes. Um, okay. So our <laughs> poor tagline right there. Poor gorilla hashtag gorilla calls. Um, and if you didn't get to hear uh, Cooper Mays talk about Gorilla Calls, you can uh, check us out on YouTube where you can like and subscribe. We certainly appreciate that. You can do that right now. Owl's Nest Barbecue brings you this Gorilla Call segment, and they're happy to do so. They have the pellets that'll get your grill up and going, and they have the great grills that are just absolutely phenomenal. And they also have the sauces and the rubs that take your barbecue to the next level and we use it all the time go through about a bottle a month and love it also right next door midnight oil steve ray's midnight oil will take care of all your car needs so sec media days next week um anybody in particular on the list i know you've seen the list but anybody in particular amanda because i'm about to send all my interview requests out that you want to to interview oh yeah Obviously, I there's two. Okay. Okay, Will Anderson. Okay. Love to interview Will Anderson. Um, I don't really, honestly, don't really care about Bryce Young. I don't. mm. Uh, Tennessee players, as far as that's concerned, I don't. I don't really know, but I do want to interview. Oh, two other people. I want to interview Jimbo Fisher. And I yeah. want to interview um, the Auburn head coach. Arson. Okay. So yeah. you picked, you picked in my, in my estimation, the best player in college football in Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on the tough to get scale of, of one-on-one, that's a 10. You then pick yeah. Jimbo Fisher, who's a head coach and was involved in a back and forth with Nick Saban. So on a scale of one to 10, as far as a get one-on-one, that's about a 12 and a half. And then you ended it with Harson, who mm-hmm. I don't know where to put that ranking because he might be told by his handlers that you need to be more accessible to media and build up some credibility because you could get fired. Let's all be honest. And he might be more accessible. Same At the same time, he could say, Everybody wants me fired. I don't want to do a bunch of interviews. I can't wait to move back to the West Coast. So I don't know where that one is, but you basically picked two of the very toughest out of a group of 30 people and one that we, we may get, we may not. Is Joey Freshwater going to be there? Joey Freshwater will be there. I would say. Is Joey Freshwater going to be there or is it going to be the alter ego? That we see on the football field. It will be Lane Kiffin. It will be Lane. Okay. Okay. Just. Yes. And as I would interview go... Lane Kiffin, okay. but not Joey Freshwater. Continue. Okay. Well, I think he'd enjoy being interviewed by you. So the who would you most like to interview? He likes. I mean, he's not. He's fond of attractive ladies, so I think he would like to be interviewed by you. And you're a good journalist, so all of the above. Why are you shaking your head? I think he would like to be interviewed by you. I would rather you interview than uh, you interview him than me. We don't have anything. To talk we got ancient history. You go in fresh, so that's what that's the way we'll play this thing. We'll just sneak up to the old Miss room, the suite, and just knock out a couple of one on ones. That seems very awkward. 
it's it's not a suite like that. It's like a concierge suite. They have the individual teams. So it's really just for the local reporters, but I just walk in unannounced. So let's just let's just make sure that that is established that just go ahead and say it's a concierge suite and not hey, let's no. go up to the old Miss suite. No, no, <laughs> no. No, it's it's not Joey Freshwater's Lane Kiffin. It is it is just like a room. It's like a living room. I've never yeah, it's like That's a conference okay. room. But rumors, yeah. you know, rumors get started. There's and say no, stuff like that. there are no rumors between Joey Freshwater and Amanda LaPrada or Ethan Stone no. for that matter. Uh, we don't no. don't have any of those rumors going on. But so we'll see if we get Joey Freshwater. Uh, now, the guy that I most want to interview that I'm not going to be able to is uh, going to be Tony Hawk, and I have to take you down memory lane really quickly with a conversation I had with John Adams when we actually saw Tony Hawk, and I know I've referred to it before, but it actually did happen. So here's John Adams going down memory lane where we're sitting on uh, Radio Row and Tony Hawk walks through because he had a skating show that night. Welcome back. Please like and subscribe. We'll be back to Ethan and Amanda here momentarily. John Adams of the Knoxville News Sentinel, nice enough to share a couple minutes with us to talk about my all-time favorite SEC Media Day story. So I'll set the stage. John and I sitting at a table on Radio Row in Hoover, Alabama. It's in Atlanta this year. But we're at Hoover, Alabama, and this big, tall, lanky guy pushing a stroller with his uh, wife off to the side. At least I guess it was his wife. I didn't ask because I was live on the air and I couldn't drop the microphone to go talk to him. But uh, the only thing when I saw him that could come out of my mouth was completely threw me off. I go, hey, there's Tony Hawk. Like, hey, there's a dog or something like that and it was totally ocd and um john but it was uh it was tony hawk and it was uh it's it pretty cool it's pretty yeah i know you were really starstruck <laughs> yeah dave i thought you said hey there's a hawk so <laughs> i was looking hawk, for some predatory hawk, bird a tiny, a, a tiny hawk yes so you thought, yeah, a small I, hawk but instead yeah. it was Tony Hawk and you went up and spoke, you broke away to try to go land a guest like the great radio producer that you could have been if you wanted to. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate, I mean, I didn't know who the guy was uh, <laughs> for all I know. He just was returning from the food court in the Winfrey hotel and was, was on his way to, the, to, he was going to the food court in the Winfrey hotel. <laughs> he was staying our, in, they were going to eat. Yeah, he was staying there, and I had no idea who he was. Uh, but you were so enamored and so starstruck by him. I said, well, I'll help Dave out here. And so uh, during a break, I went over to him and uh, said, hey, my colleague is your biggest fan. I'm not uh, his biggest fan. Luke. <laughs> what? I'm not his biggest fan. He's just, it's an iconic athlete. Okay, Okay, Dave, but I was trying to get him on this show. They love they love adulation. You want to get a guy on a show, say, hey, that guy over there is your biggest fan. He'll come over there, maybe. So, uh, yeah, I went up to him, and I, I made that pitch. Then I said, I don't have a clue who you are, but this guy loves you. No, I didn't say that. Anyway, he looked at me as though I was from a foreign distant planet, and said uh, politely, no, I'm sorry, I can't do it right now. 
and that's kind of how it ended. Yep. So we didn't get Tony Hawk. And then we debated whether or not Tim Tebow. We do have um, another uh, outside college football realm of um, celebrity, Roger McCreary, who was drafted in the second round by the Tennessee Titans, has reached out. And so we will be uh, interviewing him because he wants, and I'm going to have trouble not being silly about this, but he wants to promote Bush's Beans. Um, because he is an endorser of Bush's <laughs> Bush's beans, and um, the the uh, I did ask the PR lady, the handler, if we could possibly get uh, the dog from the Bush's beans commercial. We weren't able to do that, so but we were able to uh, line up Roger McCrary. I know that's not going to set off your week, but it is uh, going to be a fun week next week. So we will visit with you then. First, though. Uh, you got the weekend. You got a great place to hang out, Amanda, at Zul Beer Company and the panoramic views downtown. I love the space. I love all of it. It is phenomenal, Amanda. You do love the panoramic views. You do love those. Um, it, it's great. And I know I said we were releasing an IPA yesterday. However, it came. it's coming out today because Sweet. we have so many... We have so many beers on tap right now. So many IPAs. We have this one called Fluffy, uh, what is it? Fluffy Strawberry Clouds or something like that. And it, it's an IPA and it's really good. Like it's really, really good. And I don't like IPAs, but that one is fantastic. So try it if you can. Abridged is also there for lunch. So if you're hungry, go on down, get you a burger and a beer, go back to work. Nobody knows. There you go. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We'll see you from Atlanta at SEC Media Days. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.